Here we are. Back. Back at the Chopping Beef Show. College football debauchery is here. Week number six. I am the beef. I have a apology first and foremost before we bring JJ in and the rest of the cronies into the picture today. I've been lying to you from the start of this. I know they say this happens all the time in, in radio. I've been my one of my taglines is 2003 Connecticut School of Broadcasting most improved student. That's a lie. I'm 2006 Connecticut School of Broadcasting most improved student. And Senate inquiry. Yeah. Leave it to JJ to go political. But we are here. The Chopping Beef Show, college football debauchery, week six. JJ in Tampa is here with me as per usual, live from my mom's basement. JJ coming to us from Tampa, Florida. We're bringing you another exciting, great, action packed, full fledged week of college football. We got some stories, some stats, all sorts of th- ready everything and as we start all of our shows or maybe we just started them recently here we go buddy cheers to everybody out there cheers cheers week six pal here we are what do you think what's your flavor tonight while we're doing the show uh they're not a sponsor yet so i can't say okay beer beer we're having a nice cold beer you know one thing that i saw i think you just actually sent it to our executive committee text message thread is the natural light brand of beer rest in rest in peace our buddy larry oh loved larry. Him some, larry bear. he loved larry him bear. some natural light and they just came out with a 77 pack is that what i saw weighs 65 pounds you know i always thought that people that walked into liquor stores with with a shopping cart meant business you know but you really do truly need one for for that. Correct, or or at least a uh, a hand truck or a, a forklift. Yeah, truth be you told, know, some... I would absolutely buy one of those. Uh, of course, but you, you have to drink it quick. It almost has to be like a college drinking challenge. How fast can you get rid of seventy seven cans? My question that I had initially when I, when that picture got sent around was, how much is that? Five dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. And, and if you return all the cans, you get $2 back. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little secret, too. Back in the day when we were in college, Locks and I, we were more than just friends. We were roommates. We would go, and I was, even at 21, I was afraid to buy kegs of beer. I don't know. I just thought I would get in trouble or something. But Locks would go in there, and they used to just let us go in the back room and pick out the kegs. and. He would buy like the hoity-toity stuff back in the day, like Ice House, but he would just flip the the caps. So he put like a bush light or a natural light cap on the Ice House keg, and they would charge us like thirteen dollars for the keg. And they gave you like eight dollars back when you when you. I mean, it was more than that. It was like forty five. But they lot is the greatest shyster of all time. He really is. Yeah, we're. I mean, we got to get to the RV story one day. Yeah, that's. <laughs> One day when I can figure this thing out, I think I might have to have him just three-way in and have the three of us, and it would be brutal that we talk on each other and whatnot. Week six is here. We're here. We have a lot of information. We're going to try some new stuff this week. We got some new games we're going to play, for lack of a better phrase, but I think it's fun. It's a good week. There's some decent games. I mean, 
One game that I know we wanted to talk about, and I talked with Locks a little bit earlier about, is that NC State and Boston College game. It's really like the battle to see who's going to challenge Clemson. And truth be told, NC State's given Clemson fits the last few years. Boston College has not. But I think they are primed to give Clemson a shot this this year. Yeah, well, have you heard the latest about Dylan, the running back for Boston College? No. Game time decision. That's huge for them. Oh, absolutely. That's their entire game plan. Yeah, their sophomore quarterback is pretty good and coming to his own. But he's a he's a little thing. I mean, not little. He's like 6'5", but he's maybe Tiny. like 48 pounds. And A.J. Dillon is the cream of the crop uh, as far as their running back anyway. I think Travis Etienne from Clemson is now the top running back, I'm going to say it, in the country, just uh, slightly ahead of Puka Williams Jr. But anyway, I keep seeing these Heisman early Heisman things. It's on Twitter. It's like, tweet, tweet who you think's going to win the Heisman. Tweet Will Greer. Tweet Tua Tua. Tweet Kyler Murray. Tweet, and there's one other quarterback. It's like there's no other decent players this year. Is it all just quarterbacks? Has the Heisman Trophy become a quarterback award? Oh, of course it has. That's sad, though. There's not even a question about that. That's not Uh, how it used to be. No, but, I mean... You know, I don't like the excuse to how you know defensive players don't get a chance at the Heisman anymore That's either. True, there was a year in Dominican Sue was was a finalist and probably should have won it because that guy literally changed games by himself. Yeah, you know Lawrence Taylor back in the day yeah, was a true, and, and you only know, played Smith. at UNC. You didn't even hear about UNC football and unless you watched Lawrence Taylor play UNC football. Yeah, that's going back a little ways too. Well, I'm old. That's you okay. Know, we still I love you. But no, that's what I'm saying. It has become, I mean, what, God, the Alabama quarterback who won it, or uh, Alabama running back who won it a couple years ago. Derrick Henry? No, he didn't win it, did he? Maybe. I thought it was Richardson. Oh, yeah, he did. Did Trent Richardson win it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was like the first running back in years to win the, the high, I think, since Reggie Bush. So that was like a eight-year span. Right, and then we're, we, re, we have reverted back to quarterbacks yes yeah the guys with the, the gun on the arm so i mean i know. get it they they do get the the glitz and the glamour and everything but man i, I and i'm i'm showing my bias but etn yes. needs a little love man that guy averages 8.1 yards a carry <laughs> he needs I mean, the ball more is what he needs but he, he needs a little bit he leads the country in or maybe second He's going to get the ball more if this quarterback situation keeps coming up. With Very Clemson. true. Well, we won't we won't talk about them all all this when we get into the games later on. We can talk yeah. about them. Let's move on. Moving on. Coaches' salaries came out this week. They published it in USA Today, I believe. It was mm-hmm. everywhere. People making comments about just how much these guys are getting paid. And one of the questions I think we want to talk about is: Does it add pressure? Does it add pressure to these guys that they're making, like Nick Saban's making $8.3 million, Urban Meyer, $7.6 million? And his contract always states if a coach gets paid more, he gets paid more automatically. Yeah. Well, here's, That's not a bad deal. No, I would love that too. Do they do that down there by you? Well, can, they, can he actually buy the state of Alabama is my question. That's the thing that gets me, and this is for everybody, and, and I, I – don't have a bias when it comes to this is they are all state well a majority of them are state employees yes 
my taxpayer money, your taxpayer money are helping to pay these coaches at a college level. Yeah, you were down here, and I know I was down here, when it was a big deal when Spurrier, when he coached Florida, got the first million-dollar coaching contract, and it was (laughs) unheard of. But then you look at the other end of the spectrum, and you see Terry Bowden at Akron's making $417,000. Well, what did I see a part of that where there's like an entire college conference that does not make as much as Urban Meyer does? Wow. And I can't remember if it was like USA or Sunbelt or whatever, but One there's those, an entire yeah. college conference not make as much as Urban Meyer does. Like combined, you mean all the coaches? Yeah, yes, all the head coaches combined salaries. That's incredible. I guess they're worth it. I don't know. What is? What do they have to do? I think the only one really that's worth the price right now is, and I don't know if he's worth the price, is Nick Saban. He wins. He he bring he brings the gold home. That's for sure. Ohio that's State for- has never beaten Clemson or South Carolina. Like ever? Ever. Ever. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about the Woody Hayes game? Clemson won. Woody well, Hayes yeah, punched a Clemson like player. Points. Yeah, yeah. And got fired. I think Woody was just trying to give the kid a hug. Yeah, yeah. You know how that happens. So sometimes you put your arm up. Yeah. (laughs) And you accidentally punch the dude in the face rather than, you know, going, trying to reach behind him to get a nice squeeze in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, great play, kid. Here's a hug from old Papa Woody. (laughs) Wham. Speaking of Papa Woody. Papa Woody. Speaking of Papa Woody, let's roll to. We're going to do Rye Rye's Boo of the Week early this week so that we can discuss it on the back end. We're going to come right back to you. We're going to play a new game. JJ and I got a new game. It's it's a quick fire game. Is Rye Rye that quick on the trigger? Yeah. It's going to be quick? Okay. Let's go. Of course. We're doing double entendre Thursday or Friday. I don't know even what day it is. What what day is this? We'll play our game. we got a little something to discuss, then we'll get into Locks and his picks. He's got a lot of them this week. He picked nine games this week. And then we will get out into the games of the week, and we'll discuss, and then we'll get out for the weekend. But we'll have some nice stories. I'm sure that Uncle Beef will probably come around at some point. Something's going to jog his memory to tell you a nice little story. I need to be held. I need a I need a Uncle B story. All right. Well, maybe one will come up. I don't have one off the top of my head right now, but we'll figure it out. But let's get to Rai Rai's boo of the week. Wonder where Rai Rai will find his boo this week. Perhaps in a state in the southeast is what I'm guessing. Probably south of North Carolina, and Georgia. just a little bit, probably a little well, bit north of Georgia. What do you think? That's no way to tease. That's no way to tease. Well, this week, Rai Rai's Boo of the Week is brought to us by Tiger Tails Gentlemen's Club in Seneca, South Carolina, conveniently located in two double-wide trailers and situated in the uh, small hill on the side of State Road 123. Tiger Tails has adult entertainers, most of which have teeth. Just a short ride up the road from Clemson University, come relax in our newly purchased plastic chairs and drink your bush light out of the pristine white foam coolers that we will provide tiger tails come meet your next boo here I love it. Uh, you can put me on record with that. You want to go steady? 
It's that time of the week again. Time to find out who takes home the prize, my Boo of the Week. For the third edition of my Boo of the Week, we head down to Clemson University in Clemson, South Carolina. This week's recipient of my Boo of the Week is the touchdown machine, also known as Travis E.T.N. With the quarterback situation in shambles, E.T.N. stepped up just when his team needed him most, running for 203 yards and three scores against Syracuse. Why isn't this man getting Heisman hype? He's 7th in the NCAA in rushing, but only one of those other cats has more yards per carry, ET is averaging 8.1, and only one has more total TDs, ETN has 8. And that smile, with or without the braces? So woon. Travis ETN, my boo of the week. I love it. Uh, You can put me on record with that. Rye Rye's Boo of the Week was brought to us by Tiger Tail's Gentleman's Club in, in beautiful, beautiful Seneca, South Carolina. We're back. We're on the back end of Rye Rye's Boo of the Week, Travis Etienne, the running back from Clemson. I'm sensing a theme with him. He loves men in orange. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, he loves going down to Clemson University in Clemson, South Carolina. But he usually says hello to Chop and Beef, but... This week he didn't do that, so I'm calling him out on the air, live, recorded, whatever it is. I'm calling him out. I just think the man needs to spread his little wings and go go abroad. He's got a or find abroad. I don't care. He's got a beautiful broad. He does have a beautiful broad. She is. She's as sweet as ice cream. I know, right? Good for him. Congratulations, Rai Rai. Yeah, she might start getting jealous of these booze of the week, though. I, well, I mean, God bless, he, he has him going around like a revolving door before. No. Oh, wait. Speaking of that, let's go into our game. We're going to make a game. We're going to kind of try to be like a real radio show, which is really kind of weird. Yeah, it's strange. But, you know, these guys on the radio, they play this or that and that and this and, you know, who said it best, who wore it better. I don't know what the hell they're saying nowadays. But we're playing a a little quick fire game. We're going to go back and forth with it. We're going to do a game called Snobs or Slobs. Let me ask you, what if we disagree? We can disagree. Then we go off on it. Maybe that's where Uncle Beef's story of the week comes from. I like it. You kick it off. This is your baby, and and you kick it off with the first one, and I'll I'll come back at you with with one, and you know, okay, we'll we'll okay. go that way. First one because he's he has been really quiet this year, you know, not getting his name in the papers. Urban Meyer, snob or slob? <laughs> I think he's a snob. Agree, he's a snob. He is. Now, a... my, this game is really kind of like a caddy shack. Just look at okay. him. It's the Judge Smales against Rodney. Well, when we were discussing this in our pre-show yeah. meeting, and I'm doing air quotes with our pre-show meeting, we yes. disagreed a lot. I think we might have even disagreed on that one, but I don't know. I think it's a fine No, we did someone else, but we did agree on definitely Urban Meyer snob. 
Yeah, he's a snob. But just look at he's, him. Yeah, he looks like the guy who comes into like the the clubhouse, like, oh yeah, I shot a forty. You know, shut up. Shut up, dude. I just shot a seventy-five on the front nine. Nick Saban, right. snob or slob? Nick Saban. I say slob. I think he's a snob too. See, I think he's he's just a mean human being. He's the guy that yells, "Get off my lawn!" Yeah. You think which which is a slob? And he's from West Virginia. Slob. See, I think he's a snob because he thinks he looks like he thinks he's better than everybody else. He I mean, who better. who were you to call out your student section? You know. Oh, that's a strong point. I I still say slob. No, you need to disagree I, with me. That's I actually, fine. I actually think his wife dresses him. Miss Terry is her name. Yeah, he, he's slob. But you say snob. So, okay. I, I did. Brian Kelly. He's a slob. Absolute slob. Yeah, he's look at his face. Slob. Oh, yeah. I mean, he that, is one stake away from his head exploding. He looks like a big pimple. You know, you just want to squeeze him and pop his head. Love him and hug him and, no. and just keep winning, baby. Big how about, slob. How about the head coach at West Virginia, Dana Holgerson? Snob or slob? Slob. He's just a sloppy dude. Just as a slob. Comb over. Ah, oh, but it's like the floppy hair. And the flies in the air like Bill Murray's in Kingpin. Oh, yeah, he's a slob. <laughs> he's That's a, a great slob. reference. Now, back in the day when Ryan Ry went to the train concert, he had a full head of hair. Like, okay. Oh, shit. West Virginia just scored again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn you, Geno Smith. Not again. Mike Gundy. Oklahoma State coach. He's a slob. The mullet makes you a slob. Oh, I mean, he doesn't. He could be the nicest guy in the world. He is a slob. Total slob. He's the guy who actually probably Moses Grass and Daisy Dukes just to piss off the neighbors. <laughs> that would be a sight to see. That would be fantastic. Would he turn to them and say, like, I'm 40. I can <laughs> wear Daisy I'm Dukes. A- <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. Not like you. I'm going to wear these Daisy Dukes anytime I want. I'm going to put this lawnmower wherever I want to in my mullet. What about, here we go, snobber slob Mike Leach, Washington State head coach. He's too crazy. He's a slob. Yeah, we're, 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 we are heavy on the slobs this week. We he are is, heavy. Well, well we, we favor those kind of You know of what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against okay. you just for the lack of, 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 of the. Okay, I'm going to bring one up that we're going to probably disagree on. All right. Steve Spurrier. He's a snob. Okay, he's a snob. Damn it. Damn it. I thought maybe. Uh, I thought I had a swing there. Okay. How about James Franklin at Penn State? Slob. See, I think he's a snob. He went after a, a fans the other day who questioned his fourth and five run call for all things. Uh, that was well, frustrating. But at Ohio, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm so happy I'm not a Penn State fan because I probably would have thrown my couch through the window. I think I would have found a stray cat, painted it blue, and kicked the crap out of it. Wow. What? Pete is calling. Is our next sponsor from the uh, Pet Foundation or Humane Society? I don't know. I don't know. My sales guy, Attaboy, and MJ. Attaboy. MJ's been helping us, too, on the oh, on the sales team. I don't know who they're calling. I mean, obviously, we're getting them. They're coming left and right and all over the place this week and last week. and So they're doing a hell of a job pounding the phones to help us get these sponsors. I haven't seen a check yet, so I'm not sure... When that's coming, maybe I need to set up an accounting department. I'm not sure. You get a bunch of stray dogs at the house? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, how about this one? This is kind of a general, snob or slob. All right, we'll okay. end on this one. Any coach that has a bald spot and or bald and wears a visor. See, I think that's sloppy, so I'm going to say slob. See, I'd say snob. Why? 
Because it's like, hey, jackass, you don't have a full head of hair. Who are you showing off for? Just shave it all. The fight's over. Even the bald coaches do that. It's like, why are you wearing a visor? Maybe they want sun. I don't know. It makes no sense. I say snob. It's like you're, you're, it's like, he's like, oh, I'm so good. I don't need to wear a full hat to be cool. Who is the guy that decided that they wanted a half a hat? <laughs> like, who's that guy? Like, you know what? I don't like these hats because I really like the top of my head being really hot, but I want to block <laughs> the sun. So right. I'm going to cut off this half of the top of the hat. Who is that you know, guy? How do you look like after a game? You take off the visor and you got this white ring around your head. It looks good. It's a good look. It doesn't. Especially at pro- dinner parties, you know, when you have to dress up in a suit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I bet that's a good look. I bet it gets interns too, you know. Mu- <laughs> what? In- <laughs> they don't do that. I bet mu- the only one that can pull that off is 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 money at the uh, Oklahoma State. Because he's got the mullet with the visor. That's a good look. Yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of hair like, to give. I mean, it looks like an LPGA player. He oh, does. Like, <laughs> what I say? I don't know. I may have to cut that one out. <laughs> no, probably not. That was funny. What? Like, he looks like he's for the LPGA tour. That was our, slob, our first edition of Snobs and Slobs. And next week, maybe we'll have to expand the horizons. We got all the top dogs pretty much out of the out of the way well, this we week. Gotta find, we got to find some more guys. Maybe we'll find some players and, and some other guys that are prevalent in the college football world. Did you hear what Portland State's coach said? I can't remember. I think he was talking about Montana State's team. No. Did you hear that? No, I missed that. I guess he was doing, you know, someone was interviewing. What do you think of this Montana State team? Oh, they're the type of guys look like they put a heater, smoke a heater on the sidelines, drink Bud Lights all the time during the game. Not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. They're a blue-collar team. I'm like, I would kill to see a college team on the sidelines smoking heaters. Just pounding heaters and drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah, like like a Mountain Dew in the back of their pants. It's like, yeah, I'm going in, coach. <laughs> Hold my cigarette. <laughs> this that would team, be so fantastic. This team sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> and Paul Balls. Because that's, that's all they can afford. Speaking of guys that we can afford, Kyler Murray. He is yeah. now one of the cream of the crop. He's the talk of the town. He's putting up big numbers. He sat out a quarter or, or a second and a half for... He apparently violated team rules, and like Baker Mayfield before him at Oklahoma, they take him out for like a snap, and it's the kickoff or something. They don't really suspend people at Oklahoma. No one knows what he did, so God only knows. But Kyler Murray has jumped, vaulted to the top of the Heisman talk. Is he any good? Uh, He ain't bad. Yeah, he's doing okay. What's he have, 18 touchdowns so far throwing or something like that? I mean – He's good, and Oklahoma's good, and I think what helped him vault over is Oklahoma, Oklahoma had two tough games in a row, and they pulled it through. Yeah. They got you know, another tough one this weekend. Oh, that, oh this, I, this weekend's going to be a great game, but yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yep, he's got 17 uh, touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, that's okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That Texas Tech quarterback has one completion with his left hand. He's, oh, the pro guy? Oh, wait a minute, yeah. Okay. I never heard of him. And no interceptions with his right hand. They're not oh. talking about him at all on Sports Talk Radio. And beat Denver. It's but be- they're I... beating a dead horse. Yeah, so it makes yes. sense. Yes, well, why not? Hey, did you? I just heard the – I just saw the Georgia Tech score. 
24 to 7 over Louisville. So Louisville's good this year. They're solid. That is a possible landing spot for Kelly Bryant, former Clemson quarterback. Bobby Petrino must be watching the girls' volleyball team. They don't play them every year. They don't play Georgia Tech every year like Clemson does. That's our cross yeah. cross conference rival or whatever. But I know that Georgia Tech doesn't lose to to Louisville very often. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. How's that beer? Ah, oh, it's delicious. Yeah, delicious. It's number two. Nice. I got the styrofoam cooler right here. Oh, just like a Rye Rise sponsor. I can, that was a good get by them. That was really. That yeah. was okay. So okay, here we go. Yeah, Kyler. Yeah. I'm believing in Kyler Murray giving Will Greer competition, but have you noticed this week a lot of noise and a lot of respect is going to West Virginia? Yeah, I mean they're talking about them possibly being the. They're going to have to play Oklahoma twice, probably. Yes, unless there's out. some crazy thing. But yes, you're absolutely correct. Unless what? Unless some crazy thing happens in the Big Twelve, which usually happens during the later weeks. Right. You know, Oklahoma State jumps through, but. Yo, Oklahoma State got killed in that loss against Texas Tech. Yeah, they did. I mean, Detroit. So, but you know, it's just uh, it's just weird because yeah, just this week I've been hearing, oh, oh, look at West Virginia. Oh, hey, by the way, if you notice West Virginia, it's not Will Greer, it's West Virginia. Yeah, the yeah. Run, the wide receiver too, and Locks mentions I'm coming up here in a little bit, but the wide receiver Marcus Sims, the wide receiver's name is Marcus Sims, and he's getting some Heisman love too, but. They're really just talking about the four quarterbacks. But Will Greer and Kyler Murray actually, wow, they have what? the same stats. They literally have within five yards passing. Yeah. And 17 touchdowns and three interceptions. I'm yeah. looking at the stats I wrote down this week. West Virginia's opponent's record yep. combined mm-hmm. are 8 and 11. Okay. And, well, <laughs> all right, Murray's is... Uh, opponent's record is nine and fourteen. Who? Uh, Oklahoma's quarterback. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm yeah, Colin Murray's opponent's combined record is nine and fourteen. Wow. So are these guys playing anybody to load up the stats? That's interesting. I mean, I think that begs a question uh, for the other teams around the country too. If you look a little deeper at some of mm-hmm. these other schools, what they what how they compare is is what I should say. It's it's crazy, man, because I did a lot of number crunching this week, and I don't know why, because I, I don't think I have a life. Right. And I was looking at a lot of stuff and a lot of numbers, and, and it's going back to your theme of how good are these teams. It's really kind of questionable. I just don't know, because I'm looking at Alabama's rank number one. Okay. Their opponent's total win-loss record is 500. Their, 12, their opponent's records are 12 and 12. But we're right, constantly so like, told that the SEC beats each other up. And and that really hasn't started yet, though. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. It they play what? Started. Arkansas? No. They, who do they? Yeah, they play yeah, Arkansas, they play Arkansas this, week. this week. But, it, but is Arkansas a, a threat? No. They're like 48-point favorites on the road. Georgia, number two. Combined opponent record, 11-11. Oklahoma, I just told you. Their opponent's record, combined record, right now is 9-14. and Clemson, your guys, congratulations. You have a, an above combined 500 record. Your opponent's records are 13 and 10. Oh, not, not much better, but but better. But no. So here I am crunching numbers again, looking, okay, let's look at, you know, six and seven and all that. LSU, to me, is the most impressive 
their combined opponent's record is 16-8. and eight. Which leads you to believe also that they've actually had the best wins. They smacked you know, the crap out of Miami. Miami's yep. now 4-1, and one, and then they beat Auburn. I think they're 4-1, and one, so there's 8-2 and two right there. Undefeated Colorado. Total opponent's record, 1-16. and 16. Yeah. <laughs> How good is Colorado? Yeah, we really don't know. Who who's good in that conference? They're in. They have to be in what the North. Yeah, they're in the they're in the uh, Pac-12 North. Twelve North. So they got to play Washington. They got to play Utah. Okay, you wonder why UCLA is so bad? Yeah, their opponent's record is seventeen and one. Whoa! Wow, that's telling. Stanford's record eighteen and five. I but, see. You know, so, so everyone who says, yeah, I think the East Coast bias, West Coast bias. I don't think everyone on the East Coast is really looking at these numbers. Uh, here I am. I'm going to preach to my boys. Notre Dame's combined opponent's record is 16-9. and nine. So, so, so who deserves to be there? Who's really good? Who really isn't? I think I don't – this is, I think, a complete discussion of why you shouldn't have preseason rankings. Uh, oh, you know where I stand on that. Yeah, to any ranking. I think this is just – Incredible stuff, you know, when you look at the, you know, West Virginia's total combined record. I said it before, 8-11, and 11, and they're rolling up numbers. Those two guys are getting Heisman love, too, just padding stats. I mean, if, if the Heisman has become a, a stat number, a stat game, which it seems it has been anyway, especially with the quarterback position, these guys are padding their stats against teams that, I mean, it's not their fault. You have to kind of tread lightly a little bit with this because they don't schedule the teams. I mean, it, the schedules are six years in advance. You can't bitch about a stolen schedule, but you can. You also have to look at these teams out west or on the Mountain West or wherever you want to. When you play a Fresno State, you know, which is on your calendar, and you're looking like, oh, it's just Fresno State. We can get by this. Well, Fresno State's 4-1. and one. Right. You know, they're going to give you a game. Is Fresno State always 4-1? and one? At the beginning of the year, yeah. That's what I mean. Like... It just seems like teams like that, like Fresno and Boise and teams like that are always 4-0, 4-1. And you're just like, oh, yeah, cool, that's cute out there. Yeah, that's, yeah. Texas A&M, their com- combined total, 15-6. and six. Well, their they played both five, they played two 5-0 and o teams. Two undefeated teams so far. There's 10 of your wins, so then what are the other teams that they're playing? Yeah, well, we, we did, what's the math? I, I'm, I'm not five and six. Five, five and six, yeah. But that's still almost five hundred when you look at that. Not not the not the one in sixteen that Colorado has right now. No, you know that's it was just it just mind boggled me this week. Wow, I and, I'll, and I'll even give South Carolina some love on your list here. They're sixteen and four. That's not. I mean, that's that's a tougher. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, Tennessee seventeen and seven. Right, but they're just uh, trash. Yeah, they well, yeah, they just suck. Uh, okay, Ohio State. I did not mention them. They're a combined opponent's record, 13-11. and 11. I think you got to give credit to the guys who, you know, the LSUs, the, you know, the Notre Dames, the, the guys who were up there trying to fight it out, who fought those tougher Texas schedules. Texas A&M, yeah. Texas A&M. You, UCLA. You know, they, <laughs> UCLA. They've got one loss on their, their combined total of teams they've played. 17-1. and one. Unbelievable. Crazy. So I just, I just thought it was just crazy like i said to keep up with your theme and i am repeating myself that's okay how good really are these teams i know we can't hang our hat completely on this but 
it is it's definitely an interesting and an eye-opening stat that that we need to pay attention to no question about it but mm-hmm. if you're if you're five and zero oh, like LSU is, and the teams you're playing are sixteen and eight combined, that's pretty telling that you're a pretty damn good team. You and know, you're if, you're, a, if you're Colorado, who's four and zero, oh, and they're playing teams that are one and sixteen, you're not sure. You're really not sure what it, they are. And they've got a decent game this week, but you know, are they gonna? You know, are they well rested enough to be ready to play a competitive game, or are they gonna play a a competitive team that just might put a shellacking to them? Yeah. You know, that that's a question. And then how everyone always, how you, you mentioned conference love, I was doing the combined records, mm-hmm. you know, of all the teams together. Yep. And there is literally, on average, a 2.5, a 2% to 2.5% difference on win totals com- when you compare the conferences. I was under the impression there would be no math. I, did, I didn't either, but I got crazy this week, <laughs> No, it's, it's, it is interesting. Subject. I love stats. I love numbers, man. So You know, you say, oh, me. I'm SEC, SEC. Well, you really only have a 2.5% better winning percentage than the Big Ten that well, has some lousy teams. They both have some lousy teams. Yeah. The SEC I mean, so, has some lousy teams. The Pac-12 has some really lousy teams. The You know, who yeah, did we miss? The Big 12 has some lousy the, teams. The Big 12 has some lousy teams. You know, and you look at the – but it, it's just amazing how close really all these – the big five, I'm saying. And I'd like to even delve into this further to see if there's actually any conferences that have bigger differences. Do it next week. We'll have a little segment next week that we can look into deeper. Well, we can look into this, but it's amazing how really close these conferences are. And there's not a lot of bragging rights. Speaking of bragging rights, we're going to head over to Locks. Locks Uh, picking uh, nine games this week, and he's got some doozies in there. Including he's, he's one, going for, going for all the money. Well, he's he's got an interesting take behind why he went for nine, and we'll hit it on we'll hit hit it on the reset on the way out or I'll on the back when OT, we come. Give the excedrin, he can't take the pressure. No, he's feeling good this week, and the way that he picked some games was actually really really good. He's trying a new approach. He had a rough week last week. We're going to keep him around. He was one and four, but we're still going to keep him around. And of course, he took some money from me like he always does. How can you not? What take money from me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. There, to take. There's another. There's another inside story. It's a credit card bill. It's it's hard to take what there isn't much of. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll come right back to close the show with our games. We'll go game overviews and some more in depth detail and about what's going on. I'm babbling. I'm stumbling. I'm. That's fumbling. what we do for two or three beers. Yeah, yeah. We're good. All right. Locks, you're up, buddy. It's that time of week. We're ready to usher back in locks. Had a little bit of a rough weekend last weekend, back to kind of what we expected, back what I expected, because I did bet on the games, but I thought about cutting him out of the show this week, you know, because bad week, but I'll have him back. We'll see what he does. He's got to change some things. Locks, welcome back in. You know, we're still we're still boys. You're still my lock guy. What's going on, pal? Uh, hey, uh, Beef. Uh, how's it going, buddy? It's going. Did uh 
Did you happen to really bet those locks that I gave you last my, week? My pocket's a little lighter, pal. Uh, I figured so. You know how I, how I knew because I went one in four on the week. Kidding me? Damn it! I really felt uh, it was it was inevitable. It had to come to a bit of an end there. I was I was on cloud nine. You know, just like the good old days when we were back in school or, <laughs> or just out of school and we had a little bit of money to bet, I'd always tell you to put the bets down and you listen to my priceless advice. Well, you know, I apologize. I, uh, you know, I, I really considered to do what every gambler does after a bad week and just just hang it up, shut it down and quit. What? No. Yeah. Come on. I mean, come on, man. I mean, we're talking about football. We're talking about gambling here. You know, this week we're going full Degenerate yeah. mode, buddy. Okay, I am all in. All right. So here's here's a new strategy. I'm currently sitting at eighteen nine and one on the year. I figured, you know, what the heck? The only thing that makes sense at this point is to throw down on volume, and we'll sort out the quality later, right? All that right. makes all sense. Right. Yeah. So here's here's the scoop this week. I'm picking nine games this oh. week. So if I go zero and nine, which at this point could happen, I still be at five hundred on the year. Uh, let's let's go ahead and run through these gems I picked and uh, start praying that I don't get them all wrong. Okay? All right, let's go quick fire. I know we normally spend a little bit of time on the why you're picking somebody, and I like that. But let's go yeah. keep it keep it quick and brief. Not like we're on a time limit here. You know, I'm sitting in the back of a Shoprite parking center, but uh, just you know, we'll we'll keep it light. Keep it, and and we'll get a lot of these. We'll get these nine games in, and and I know at the end we'll do a lock of the week which we picked yep. up a new sponsor for you, so we're excited <laughs> about that. But let's start in the ACC. Boston College goes to NC State, probably the two teams that may give our beloved a run, maybe, especially NC State's kind of going under the radar, and I'm being long-winded even though we're doing quick fire. Let's just go to <laughs> it. Boston College at NC State. NC State's a 5.5, five, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you got? I love the line on this one, five-and-a-half. It's easy pick for me. NC State at home. They got the favorite here. They're undefeated. Got a great quarterback, Ryan Finley. I think they're just getting warmed up in the conference play, and they're going to roll here. I'm taking NC State in the points. Nice. NC State. How about yep. uh, Southern Methodist at UCF? We're going to the what is that even called? The AAC American Athletic Conference. SMU at UCF minus 24. UCF is a 24 point favorite. Who you got? UCF is on fire, okay? Why wouldn't they be? I mean, they're the, they're the reigning national champions. <laughs> I, of course they're. They're doing great. Yeah, actually, UCF is the is undefeated this season, the entire season against the spread. Safe bet here to continue the trend. They're at home. I'm taking UCF in the 24 points. That's incredible. They are still undefeated, running that unbeaten streak up. Uh, Syracuse gave Clemson a run. They are three and a half point favorites at Pittsburgh this week. A road road favorite. What do you think about this one? I'll tell you. I aged probably ten years last weekend watching uh, Syracuse almost take down the beloved Tigers. But this week they're pissed. Okay, they should have had that one at Clemson. Glad they didn't. They're going to have something to prove versus Pitt. Their average scoring is almost twice as much as Pittsburgh. I watched them play last week. Eye test tells me that they're just playing better i'll take syracuse and the points on this one very nice my favorite my favorite college athlete puka williams jr and his kansas jayhawks go to west virginia and some other guy i forget the quarterback's name but his uh it's west virginia's 28 and a half point favorites 
Shoot. Look, there's two Heisman candidates in this one. I, can you believe it? It's going to be pretty exciting to watch. You know, we got my boy, Will Greer. And? And you also have his wide receiver, Marcus Sims. Uh, have you seen this guy? He's great. Who? Oh, well, I guess there's your little, little puka, a little running back who could. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like West Virginia in this one. They know that they need style points being that Big 12 shootout mess. Every team's just high-flying and scoring. So, they're going to try and run the score up, I think. Look for them to pour on the points here late and uh, pad my boy Willie G's stats at the end. Is that what uh, we're take calling West Virginia. Them yeah, Willie G, my man. So we're, we're taking West Virginia and, and the points? West Virginia and the points. They'll cover that. All right. Well, let's go to the 330 CBS game. LSU, two-and-a-half point favorites at the Swamp, at Florida. Pretty good game. What do you think? I think it'll be, it should be a good game. I agree. It's the, it's the CBS game of the week. We I think I've picked it every week so far. But here's what I know in this that. one, okay? Yep. Number one, Joe Burrow is a pleasant surprise at LSU at quarterback. I think he's doing well. He's going to have a nice season. Not something that LSU is used to having as a good quarterback. So that's, that's number one. Number two, Coach O is a friend of the Chop and Beef Show. He sure right? is. He sure is. Number three... Everyone that I know hates the University of Florida. I'm taking LSU in the points here. Boom. Yeah, you hang around with a bunch of Georgia people, so I, that one that one comes uh, into play. But LSU minus two and a half, like that pick a lot. How about the Red River rivalry? I said it real slow so I could get it out this week. Texas, <laughs> a resurgent Texas squad, uh, plays Oklahoma. It is at the Texas. It is in Dallas, I guess, at, in conjunction with the Texas State Fair. A lot of fried food there. What do you got? That's right. Oklahoma is your seven-point favorite here. This is a rivalry game. There's a state fair involved. I love fair food. I love junk food, especially the fried elephant ears. <laughs> Kyler Murray is really good. I'll take Texas in the points, but Oklahoma is going to win the game. Nice. Boom. Okay, so close game. That'll be good, too. Let's move yep. forward to the Paper Tigers, maybe. Notre Dame, minus seven. At Virginia Tech, Notre Dame had a big win last week. I think I forget. I yeah, I forget too. I this is you know Paper Tigers. No, 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 no more. Andy's legit. Okay, look at this new quarterback, Ian Book. He came on just at the right time to help Notre Dame make a nice run at this thing. I I, I really think they're trending in the right direction. I like Notre Dame. Plus, I have one aunt, two uncles, and three cousins who went there. So take Notre Dame and the point. What happened to you? Uh, Never mind. You know. Moving on. <laughs> we'll go uh, out west. Washington, minus 21, probably the lone hope in the Pac-12 after Stanford's loss, goes to UCLA and Chip Kelly. Mm, Chip Kelly having a rough first year at 0-4. What do you think here? Big number. All right. Serious analysis right here, okay? Washington, they're back after that week one loss at Auburn. Looking pretty good. Washington's mascot is a Husky. I like dogs. I even own a dog. I'm taking Washington, and I'll swallow those points. How about I, that? I like your analysis this week. It seems like maybe yep. you stepped away from the lab watching film and just, you know, yep. taking taking it the old old fashioned way. Just you like dogs, and you have aunts and uncles and all, you know, family. You know. Yep. Let's That's go right. to the final pick of the week, and we're gonna do we're gonna call it the locks lock of the week, which we I, th- I guess we've probably called it that for the last couple weeks here, the last six that we've done this. We do have yep. a sponsor for you this week. Ooh. Locks, 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 lock of the week is brought to you by the Montreal Expos. 
2019 season ticket package go on sale February 30th, 2019. Come on out, A, and see the other Canadian baseball team, A, compete for a Major League Baseball mediocrity. Montreal Expos baseball since 1968, but not since 2004, eh? So, Locks, this is your last pick of the day, last pick of the weekend. University of South Florida is 15.5-point favorites at UMass. Hey, you know, this is the lock of the week, and there's a reason, okay? What can I say here? I got a guy. Someone whispered in my ear. Everybody has a guy when you're betting on stuff, right? I got a guy who gave me a hot tip. He said to get after USF in this one, bet it heavy. This time, I think I'll actually listen to him instead of the other way around. Wow. I'm taking USF in the 15 and a half. Oh, I get it. It's me. I'm, I'm <laughs> your guy here? You're my guy. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, I don't know why I picked it. Mark Whipple, the coach of UMass, is suspended for saying some verbiage that maybe he probably shouldn't have said about refs and... Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people that are sensitive this time of year about uh, sexual deviancy. And so he's suspended. I just had a thing. USF is scoring some points with Blake Barnett as their quarterback. And they got some frisbee catching dogs on the outside and running back they can play. And the defense is actually playing pretty well. I think that is the only true test that UCF will face this, this year in a rivalry game. And being that I live down in that area, the, the war on I-4 is actually a good one. So... I don't know. I don't. That's my analysis, I guess, because I I picked this early in the week when I saw it. I think I actually got it at fourteen and a half for entertainment purposes only. But that's you a good what? pick. You I think pretty, you do some pretty good analysis. You know, maybe maybe we should switch positions one weekend. We could. All right. <laughs> I'll send you the mic for Locks <laughs> picks of the week. He's got NC State minus five and a half, UCF minus twenty four, Syracuse minus three and a half, West Virginia minus twenty eight and a half. LSU minus two and a half, Oklahoma in the Red River Red River rivalry minus seven, Notre Dame no longer paper Tigers minus seven as well, Washington out west against Chip Kelly's UCLA Bruins, they're 21 point favorites, and his lock of the week brought to us by the Montreal Expos, USF minus 15 and a half, eh? Good picks, pal. Thanks, man. Have I don't think then. you're going to go 0-9. I just don't. You know, part of me kind of wants to. <laughs> but part of me knows I can't. I can't. There's no way. No. There's got to be at least one in there, right? Yeah, and the fact that I'm not making a public statement saying I'm going to bet everybody of the of that <laughs> list probably means that most of them are going to win. See, there it is. That's how it goes. We appreciate you, bud. Thanks a lot so much. Thanks a lot so much. Thank you very much for your picks this week. I can't wait for you to hear your, your music on the outside, you know, because I'm taping it right now, but you can't hear it, so... Beautiful. I'm pumped. You you love it. I think it's one of your favorite songs. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great weekend. Have a good college football weekend. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. Take, Take care. It. See ya. Thanks so much, Locks. Hopefully, these nine games are going to be a little bit better this week than last week. And like I said in the when I recorded there, I'm not betting Locks this week. Hey, that man just had a little bit of a hiccup. He is going to be back in form this week. I, I really think so. He picked nine games so that if he loses all nine, he'll still be 500. Right. That's safe. I think so, I mean, too. doing the Greek wasn't that good. His lock of the week did come from me. So he did say he has a guy. And truth be told, that guy was me. 
Uh huh. Which 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 guy was that? The, the USF uh, USF Michigan. Why can't I talk? USF Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts is not a slouch. No, but it was like I think I got it at fourteen or fourteen and a half or something. USF's going to beat them. Oh yeah, they're okay. without their coach. What intern? No, he said that the refs raped them last week. What's the problem? If he if he mentioned Urban Meyer, he may have gotten off. The games of the week this week, it seems like a kind of a boring slate, to be quite honest with you this week, JJ. I, I'm not excited about very many games at all. Of course, I I'm don't. Gonna... Think, I think it's a. I think it's a decent slate. I think it's not a bad slate. You, I think you got about four or five really good games. Well, I'm I'm still going to sit in front of the TV all day. I mean, don't get me oh, wrong that's here. What we do. Yeah, how many times do we have to scratch ourselves? That should be the over/under. Yeah, well, it, it's legal to bet in New Jersey right now, you know, on FanDuel.com sportsbook. So I wish there was a line like that of futures. Not really happy with FanDuel right now, but that's okay. All right. Well, they're not a sponsor either, so they're not a sponsor. So stick it, FanDuel. F them. Making me signing forms. Clemson plays Wake Forest. Number back. four, Clemson University what? plays goes to Winston Salem. Interesting stat for you here. Yep. The last seven times Clemson has played Wake Forest, they have not covered the spread. Wake Forest plays the competition. The spread is 20 this week. I say that, uh, yeah, I I like Wake Forest in the 20. Yeah, I mean, they have the one of the nation's top five receiver in Greg Dortch. He's a redshirt sophomore. He's a little scat thing. Want to be Puka Williams Jr. kind of guy. So here's my question. Right. Seriously, if you're looking at Clemson from the outside looking in, how happy are you with their offense? See, the problem is I, I'm very happy with Trevor Lawrence in at quarterback when he's been in before last week. I could have called that he would got hurt last week. I, I was As soon as he rolled out for that play that he ended up getting hurt, I literally said it, and the play was long enough for me to actually get the whole sentence out, here's where he gets hurt. The guy I was watching the game with can vouch for that. And then he goes and gets hurt. I said, look, there he is. He's hurt. Now we lose. With him hey. at, with him at quarterback, I think that he throws – he gives a threat that Kelly Bryant didn't where he will actually throw the deep ball. So with the running backs that Clemson has and the little funky, funny offense that they run with oh, so many damn bubble screens and crap like that, I'm I'm okay with the offense now. I hope it grows. I hope it gets a little more fun, but I don't have any problem with their offense. Okay, I mean, because usually it's not as. Ex- I know there's a lot of differences, but it's just not explosive as last year's. That's why Saturday uh, was when they started running the ball. When they took the ball out of Bryce's hands, Chase yeah. Bryce, the backup, it was okay. ETN was as explosive right. as I've ever seen a running back in All college right. football. Hey, this isn't the Clemson hour and a half special. Let's no, go. It's not Fun. Alabama, Arkansas. Hey, what? Who? Alabama. <laughs> that's that's what I was looking for. What? That's going to be a good three-hour nap. <laughs> Number one, Alabama's five and zero, one and four, Arkansas. Oh, by the way, if you think about the one and four Arkansas, that means Alabama's opponents will be thirteen and sixteen for the year. They're a juggernaut. Maryland goes to Ann Arbor to play number fifteen Michigan. It's a nooner, right? On ABC, Michigan seventeen and a half point favorites. Michigan four and one, Maryland three and one. Maryland played their championship week one against Texas. Who cares? Yeah. And Michigan seems to be clicking on all cylinders. Maybe a little hiccup at Northwestern. 
But that was Northwestern's championship, so, you know. Yeah. Speaking of Northwestern, they go to East Lansing and played number 20 Michigan State, 3-1 and one Michigan State, 1-3 and three Northwestern. Which Michigan State team shows up? Are they underachieving? I, someone's asked me that today, and I don't know. I don't know what they are. I mean, Lewerke, ah. the quarterback, is supposed to be – he was supposed to be very good and a, and a pro prospect. And They're schizophrenic, man. They don't know who they are from week to week. And it's very unlike a D'Antonio team or D'Antoni team. It's really no, it's weird. D'Antonio. You were right the first time. There's, I don't know. It's just this guy – I want to like him, even though he's a South Carolina alum. I, I want to like the guy, and he's when he's been good, he's been real good. But when he's been, I mean, three and one, he's not bad, right? I mean, ranked twenty. They haven't been impressive. They're they're kind of they're slugging out wins, you know. Yeah. And they're playing another nooner at Big Ten nooner. You remember your last time you had a nooner? Kansas, my Puka Williams Jr. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. By the way. Oh, story time with Uncle B. No. <laughs> Kansas and Puka Williams Jr. goes to West Virginia, 2-3 and three Kansas, 4-0 and oh West Virginia. West Virginia has a quarterback and wide receiver combo that I've never heard of before. West Virginia's 26.5-point favorites there. Uh, they don't call it bleeding Kansas for nothing. <laughs> what I say? I don't even know what that means, but it's hilarious. But Locke's <laughs> called... Uh- that's what it means. Locks called Will Greer Willie G, so apparently he's got a nickname for his lovebird, his boo. Uh, that, that, he, you might as well just add him to the boo of the week with with Ry Ry. Ry Ry doesn't like him, but that's Locks' boo of the week. Uh, Definitely, it's been his boo of the year for six weeks. Uh, he just he just sheds a tear for Will Greer, and it's for happiness. You know, I just Will don't see him winning the Heisman. I don't. I, I, I don't. Then they're going to find girls in the closet, taped up, naked. It's going to be a mess. Hmm. Maybe Girl Scouts. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. How about the Red River? I can't say this. Red River Rivalry, number 19, Texas, number 7, Oklahoma, Jerry World. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think Texas finally kind of got things going. I think Texas is going to be good with Herman. I really do. I just don't know oh, yeah. when. I mean, they're four and one. Four and one's good, and I mean they they put the throttle on USC at the fourth quarter and beat a good TCU team and beat a good TCU team. Hell, the defense is starting to come together. That's a scary to thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, de- the Texas is starting to put it all together. Maybe too little, too late. Maybe not too enough to impress some people. Maybe to get the squeak into the championship, the Big Twelve championship, and you know Texas might, uh, you know Texas might see Oklahoma for the championship. Who knows? I don't put anything past. I, it, you never it know. Be, it, could be, it could be a three-team race right now. Yeah, really it should good. be. And Texas's yeah. loss is out of conference, right? So, oh no, yeah. it's in no. Yes, it's no, out of conference. 10. I'm sorry, it's Big Ten, yeah. Big Ten, Big Twelve. Yeah, we're close. Uh, they're all big to me. Yeah, that's what she said. Speaking of Boston College and yeah. NC State. They're playing four and one Boston College, four and zero NC State, and I do have to give a little love to NC State here. They're four and zero, and they beat the the D one AA national champion James Madison Dukes, or maybe they uh, lost. They might have lost in the championship. Isn't that your favorite school of all time? No, James and Madison. You, you're just hateful. I'm just bitter. Now it's in my head. No, I want to throw this. You gotta stop eating in public places. That's selfish. Play. That's selfish. 
I think you're just contributing to nature. That's selfish of Mother Nature to not let me, you know, mark my I, territory. Planting out weeds, buddy. No they problem when dogs do it. Yeah, I don't have an issue. Right? Why can't I do it? I'm, I'm with you. I do it all the time. I just don't get arrested for it. I saw a guy the other day do it outside of school in North New Jersey. Yeah? He just whipped it out and just started peeing. What, what's the problem? I didn't, I didn't see one, actually. He didn't get a ticket, but I do when I'm being stealth. He's on the main street, just throw well, it when out he there. Ed affects the tides. What do you expect? You can't. They, they can't miss you. Where's the bike cops? But NC State's four and zero, and this is this goes back to my lack of love for the ACC conference, and no one gives them any credit. This team is always four and zero. NC State is always ranked in the bottom half. They'll fall off when they play somebody, maybe this weekend, but. Ryan Finley is as good as they come as far as a pro prospect. He's got 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns, one interception. You know, his numbers aren't necessarily staggering or jump off the page at you, but he runs a good offense. He always gets the ball out. He's hard. He's slippery. He's a stand-in-the-pocket kind of guy. But he's still, he's still slippery. Already slippery. You damn right he is. Enough with your mind in the gutter. Good Lord. Just add lube. What? Oh, God. I'm Can't sorry. take him anywhere. No. <laughs> I he's, never left college. In a six-year-old body, or a 40-some-odd-year-old yeah, body, right. six-year-old mind. <laughs> That's a good NC State team is what I'm trying to say long-windedly. Okay, and I'll tell you this, and we've had this conversation a few weeks ago, underappreciated coaches. NC State's coach, a very underappreciated coach. He's an asshole. Dave Doran is his name. He's a, He's a jerk. But he wins. He does win. Yep. I mean, you know what? I mean, how hard would it be to recruit at NC State for football? Basketball, no. He does Basically. a good job of recruiting. He just and that's the knock on him is that he can't get the talent to perform. Okay, good. LSU goes to the swamp. Number five, LSU. Number twenty-two, Florida. That was my first game in the swamp. Was LSU Florida when Nick Saban was the head coach at Louisiana State University? Yeah, yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. He disappeared. Uh, yeah. He's 5-0, and or he's not. Coach O, a friend of the show, is 5-0. Love, Love the Coach O. He goes into the swamp. Florida's 4-1. and one. Nice win last week against Mississippi State. There is, both teams are riding high, man. This is going to determine the men from the boys, this game. I really think so. And the SEC. I don't think LSU can afford to lose. Florida's seeing who they are. You know what this does in the SEC? It, it gives in the in the West. We're going to see if there's a team that can challenge Alabama in LSU, and if Florida wins, we're going to see maybe that there's a possible two teams that are decent in the SEC East that maybe can he they can challenge Georgia. I don't know. And has Georgia really hit their stride yet? We don't you know. know. They, They're still doing two quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, and you know they with their running attack, you'd think it'd be tremendous. You know what's and, funny there? They only have one guy now. They, you know, they've been used to having two. Yep. Last year with Michelle and and Chubb. Michelle, my bell. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That'll be a good game. Hey, That's the three thirty CBS game. Good game. Good game at three thirty. I'm gonna wake up for my nap and uh, watch that game. Yeah, there you go. Iowa State <laughs> plays plays your boy the mullet at Oklahoma State in Stillwater. One and three. Iowa State always seems to play everybody tough, especially ranked teams. And 25th ranked Oklahoma State, who's 4-1. and one. Yeah, after getting rocked. I, I, I love the mullet. 
can't help it. He Horned always out, too. Iowa State has a decent offense. I don't think not enough to keep up with Oklahoma State, especially mm. in Stillwater. And corn dog. Yeah, and corn. Oh, God, I could use a corn dog right now. Florida not State. To- speaking of corn dogs, Florida State is going into Miami tomorrow. Three and two, Florida State in their turnover backpack against four and one Miami. A resurgent four and one Miami. It's it's a satchel. The guy, the defensive lineman from Miami, called it a purse. Why wouldn't you? Is that misogynistic? I don't know. I don't even know what that word means, to be honest I with you. Spell it. I thought it was pretty funny, to be honest. Well, I mean, it was a good insult if we understood it. What's yeah. misogynist? I had turnover chain playing for Z, uh, for Locke's picks today. Why? Why would you do that? Have you heard that song? Turnover chain, turnover chain, turnover yeah, chain, turnover chain. Awful. It's awesome. You know, it's just I, you know, God, you remember, you remember back in the day when you could not wait for this game. Oh yeah, every year, every year, yeah, every year it was going to determine the national championship, or it was going to determine it was going to it was big, big. Now it's a, <laughs> you know, yeah. Florida State hasn't shown up for any games. Miami is resurgent, no doubt. You know, they they took their shellacking against LSU. Now they've come back. Miami's combined record opponents, twelve and eleven. Wow. So yeah, but they have LSU know, there. Yeah, yeah. So they're take out five wins. That's so, true. You know, That's true. You know, so I mean, okay, it's 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 cool. You know, it's Florida. It's the battle for Florida. You know, we'll leave out the Gators. Who cares? It'll be fun. Yeah. All right, something to watch. What time's that game on? I don't know. You're going to make me do work. That's three thirty ABC game. 3.30 ABC game or the Florida LSU game at 3.30. Or Guess the Clemson-Wake Forest game at 3.30. Okay, I'll be having two remotes in my hand for two games. Yeah, I'll probably bring two TVs up. I think we have a party to go to, too, like a grown-up party and stuff. It's weird. Oh, oh, that's awful. Yeah, right? Yeah, they ruined college football Saturdays. I gotta go to my mom's for lunch. That's cute. Which is right up the stairs. What? Yeah, you're hey. in mom's basement today, too? Yeah, yeah. I'm in mom's basement too. Colorado, uh, yeah, four and zero. Speaking of the basement against <laughs> Arizona State, three and two. The start of the Pac-12 conference games. What's What's notable here is Colorado is at home and they're a two point favorite against Arizona State. So that's kind of telling <laughs> to me a little bit. You think that one in sixteen record might show up for this game? I think so. Well, it turns into four and eighteen after this weekend. Herm Edwards seems to have those uh, Sun Devils ready to play. Every week. I mean, they're 3-2. and two. They've lost a couple close ones. They lost one they shouldn't have. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. But uh, they are, they're they're turning around. They were a laughing stock last year. One smart line away from being a joke. It's gonna be, it, I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be interesting. I think, I think Colorado is going to be challenged. In Boulder, yeah. In Boulder. Uh, bucket list place to go. See a game. Folsom Field. Yeah, I gotta see the buff run. I can't call this game if it's if it's only a two point spread. Wow, you're not even getting a field goal at home. That's that's pretty that's pretty telling. And if that's Vegas saying that, that is real telling. Yeah, they're Colorado's quarterback, Stephen Montez. He's completing seventy six percent of his passes. He's got a thousand ninety two yards. Let's say eleven hundred yards. Heisman. Oh. He, he might he might be, and he's got nine touchdowns, two interceptions. So he's having a quality year. Once again, who are they playing? Quality. Sixteen and one. We're not sure. Yeah, we don't we don't know who this Colorado team is. This we week, this it. week is telling. 
this week is going to be a challenge. Let's see. Here's one of my favorite games of the week, and it's actually being played tonight. The Bluefield Beavers are playing the Pikeview Panthers, and we have a halftime score update for all those Bluefield Beaver fans out there. They lead the Pikeview Panthers. Division IV College? What's that? I love it. Is this Division IV College? This is Division IV College. It might as well. The 11-time West Virginia State champ Bluefield Beavers. Yes. Taking it to the Pikeview Panthers tonight. 35 nothing at half. What's funny Jesus, is last th- year they had some names on that team like Truck and like Puffy. And I, it was awesome. Like it was almost like Puka Williams Jr., but he was even did, better. Did Did Puffy play quarterback? I don't It wasn't Puffy, but Truck was definitely one of them. And I think he had a little brother named like. That's an know, offensive lineman, right? Matchbox there. car or something. I don't even know, but it was fantastic. And I followed Puff, every week. Truck. I really do look forward to those updates. My our buddy Eddie, oh, Eddie in West Virginia. WV Eddie, we love you, buddy. Yeah, we love you. I told him I'd give them a shout out this week. The the Bluefield Beavers. Another guy I want to give a shout out to. I don't see what them on the top twenty five list. Is out there, out there in Corvallis. Nation, Corvallis, Corvallis, Oregon. We have listeners in Corvallis, Oregon. And I think he may be the furthest guy, maybe other than the guy in Fiji, but. I don't even know who that guy is. So Kaner out there in Corvallis, Corvallis. Oregon, we enjoy, we we appreciate you listening to the show. I know you didn't want a shout out, but you're getting one. Hey, Corvallis Kaner, you deserve a shout out. He probably has been to Tiger Tales before. I've heard, I've heard him. I heard a rumor that uh, he might make a be making an appearance at Beaver Stadium tomorrow. Probably, he goes to a lot of Beaver sports. He loves Beaver. Ohio State is playing at home tomorrow against Indiana, which is weird for me because Indiana's four and one. Right. Ohio State's five and zero. Oh. Battle of the Titans. Battle of the Titans. ESPN FPI index gives Ohio State ninety six point three chance of winning. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. He's the other one that's getting all the Heisman love. The Ohio State quarterback. He's got almost fifteen hundred he, yards. He's a good player. I get. I, he may wear that silver and red, but he's a good player. I really like their running back, that J.K. Dobbins. But his stats aren't that good this year. It looks like on paper anyway. But he's a good little player too. But yeah, but he's he's solid. I mean, you know, he he he's the guy. Three yards, I'll get him. He's you need five yards, I'll get him. You know, he. He's a solid kid. Yes. They, but when, when have you ever known Ohio State not to have running backs? No, never. Yeah. I mean, that's that's running back you, man. Ezekiel Elliott, I believe he's in the pros. Huh? I think Ezekiel Elliott's in the pros. Clarnet, uh, is he still in the pros? He's a good follow on Twitter. <laughs> he is, no doubt. He's turning his life around, so everyone deserves yeah, a second I, chance. I have actually heard that. I saw that ESPN three thirty special. He he owns what his what the he Trestle. did. He owns it. Trestle, snob or slob? Who? Trestle. Oh. oh. I'm not uh, neither. I'm going to go neither. I like Jim Trestle, and I have a personal okay. reason for that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I'll say snob, but a slight snob, All not right. a big snob. He got fired for allowing his kids to get tattoos for free. Yeah, yeah, you darn right. You better not do that. You can cover up domestic violence, but don't let them get tattoos. Hey, hey, you don't you don't have text pictures of shiners, you know. Speaking of shiners, Shiner Bach is a good beer down there from Texas. Well, Kentucky uh, travels to College Station and plays Texas A and M. 
5-0 and becomes 5-1. and Texas A&M beats Kentucky. I love the way this Kentucky team's playing. I think that, you know, I love that running back. Dobbs. Dobbs, thank you. No, Benny but, Snell, I'm sorry. Yes, Snell, thank you, thank you. The way that Kyle Field is, they'll be pumped up. They, I don't think they have anything to prove with the record they have played. You know, no, battle-tested. Battle-tested. I like Texas A&M in this game. And Here's I like a- Jimbo to get these guys up. Here's an interesting stat of Kentucky. Their quarterback, what the hell is his name, Terry Wilson, their quarterback, yeah, he's completing a lot of passes. He's, he's completing yeah. two-thirds of his passes, but he's only got 595 yards passing and two touchdowns with five interceptions. They're really relying on Benny Snell. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. the other, there's another running back, Jones, I believe is his last name. He's They got a little one-two punch there. Snell's getting all the love. He's really charismatic. He gives great interviews. Fun sure. That he had last week where he was like, Good kid. yeah, he's fun. He is fun. And yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Would you load up the box and just let the quarterback try to win it? I think you have to now. And and that's oh, exactly what Jimbo's going to do. Watch. 7 o'clock ESPN tomorrow night. That game will probably be locked and loaded on my TV. You might see just 10 men on the line and one safety in the back. Make them beat you. Yeah. 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 I, I would. know he can run too, but uh, no. I, I like Texas A&M in this game. I don't know why. Just a hunch. It's a good just pick. That. Yeah. UCF, number 12 ranked UCF, plays in Orlando. Against Southern Methodist, SMU, 2-3, and three, Southern Methodist. You're defending national champions. Reigning and defending. Undefeated. What For what, they? 18 games now? 18-0 yeah. since last year? Yeah. 18-0. Going to be 19-0. Oh, no, that's probably 17. Oh, whatever. Whatever is what? right. Yeah, friends, quit busting my job. Yeah, this week it'll be 18. So we're good. Vanderbilt yeah. goes to Georgia. Three and two, Vandy. Surprising, kind of. Three and two. Georgia's five and zero. Oh, Seven thirty yep. on SEC Network. A fighting Vandy team, though. They gave they gave Notre Dame everything they they had. I mean, they actually should have won that game. But then laid an egg against South Carolina. So I don't know. Laid an egg against South Carolina. Laid an egg. Thirty-seven fourteen. Laid an egg. It was closer than what you think. No. I mean, no. no. Well, they, the- well, Notre Dame beat them up. It was that Notre Dame Vandy game was a very physical game. That's it. it was it, so I can see the next week them being a little beat up, tired. Well, then they they struggled. They had a struggle win this last weekend against Tennessee State, thirty-one twenty-seven. Well, that was probably you know Tennessee State's championship. That's game. true. So, yeah, probably gave them all, all in-state rival, all that kind of stuff. And, sure, you know whatever. Hopefully, yeah. they give them a game. It'll be interesting. I hope they give them a game. It'll be a good game. I'll be taking a nap on that one. Yeah, we're getting to our last five games here: Auburn at Mississippi State. Auburn's ranked eighth, four and one. Speaking of visors, Malzone hasn't worn one, uh, kept the visor back on after he wore a hat against LSU, and they lost, right? They lost. I always change uh, shirts when things are going wrong. I think I was in eight different oh. outfits last Saturday, but I don't know why. I don't know why. I just don't. You know, kind of like I say, you know, the preseason rankings don't mean crap. I don't know if Mississippi State can get this together. No, they can't. They're not good. Yeah. I like Auburn in this. I think their defense is stacked, and I think their offense is going to have enough to, to beat them. And this Fitzpatrick might not even last the game, the quarterback for uh, Mississippi State, yeah. because he's so dicey. Here's here's Mississippi State put it on Stephen F. Austin. Solid. Kansas State. You never know what Bill Snyder's going to do. Yeah, he's so, going to steal uh, one. He's going to steal a game yeah, from somebody. Yeah, I 
and he's going to get a winning record somehow. So I, I you know, K State, I'll say is a okay. That's a decent win. About Louisiana. Solid. I mean, not solid. Got their butts kicked by Kentucky, which everyone seems to be doing right now. Everyone loves. Everyone loves that. And then Kentucky. struggled and lost. Put up only six points against Florida and their former coach Dan Mullen. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. You know, did Mullins have an advantage? Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. But some of yeah. Mullen's coaches stayed behind, I'm sure, yeah, that's including true, that's who it, the head coach is. But how much did they know Florida compared to how much he knew Mississippi State? That's true. He had no idea what the personnel was. He probably knew they probably knew some plays that were coming, but they yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, a little bit of you know, kind of like Gruden that Super Bowl against the Bucks and the Raiders. They they knew what was coming, right? You know, so tossed around. But Florida, you know, and Florida's riding the high on that one. So, you know, that's good for them. Good for them. Tossing it around to Washington at UCLA. 4-1 and one, Washington ranked 10th in the, in the country. UCLA's 0-4. And, and because they have played a tough schedule, according to our stats and information, I went and looked to see who UCLA has played. That's a pretty, that's a, that's a decent schedule they played. They lost to Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, who's who was undefeated until what last week? Yeah, so there's is that the one loss? No, no, it wasn't UCLA. I can't remember who it was. Well, UCLA's seventeen and one. What the, their record? Their record? Their opponent's record is seventeen and one. Yes, right. So here it makes some sense because Cincinnati, Oklahoma was on that schedule. Fresno State and Colorado. So you know Colorado and Oklahoma are undefeated. Cincinnati must Cincinnati's be undefeated. undefeated then. And the one loss has to be, uh, I think it's Fresno State. Because I think they lost to Stanford. Cincinnati is undefeated. They are 5-0. and oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they've played three undefeated teams. And then one that's 4-1. and one. And college yeah, football's tough. I don't care who you are. To be undefeated six weeks into the year is pretty pretty damn good. So I think it's going to be worse. I think Washington's just going to destroy him. Yeah, I mean, I, and I like this Washington team's a good team. That they no are. They are. No one's looking at. Their only loss is traveling 3,000 miles away to play Auburn. Oh, don't even talk to me about that one. You know, so, I mean, that's – and they and they hung in there. They didn't get blown out. They didn't get beat by a – No, you know, it was a great game. Scores. It was a great game. It was a game. great game. They yeah. lost, what, by three? Yeah, great game week one. So, yeah, this Washington team is good. Real good, and they got a great coach. They lost by five, but it it was closer than even five, definitely. Yeah, I mean Peterson. I mean, literally put Boise State on the map. So you he know, he, he's legit. He's a legit coach, and he's he's, he's only legit. all he's done is win at Washington as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, back to our synopsis all year is you don't know, and you really got to look at these other conferences. There are some good teams out there that west of the Mississippi River that we don't pay attention to. No, you're you know? right. You're right. You know, so anyway, yeah, I think Washington just uh, – UCLA's, you know, dream season is going to continue to be a dream, and they're going to wake up next year and be, wow, what did we go through? Speaking of dreams, let's go to a nightmare scenario. Wisconsin is playing at home against Nebraska. Scott Frost in his first year is 0-4. Wisconsin's yep. three and one and ranked sixteenth in the country. Zero oh and five. <laughs> That's hey Scott. Enjoy the the interview after the game. Yeah, he won't get one. Well, he'll get the press conference, but he won't get Holly Rowe or anybody like that. No, no, it's gonna you know it, it's it. 
things are bad in Lincoln from from you know my folks up there up north in the Midwest, and they absolutely take joy in Nebraska losing because it was so rare. Uh, they're loving this year. I bet and it's bad up there in Lincoln. It is real bad. <laughs> so it, it's a good thing. Here's uh, the last two games in the top twenty-five that we'll talk about. You have a little love for for both these games. Utah goes to Stanford, goes to the farm. Utah two and two. Kyle Willingham. Both both good schools. Uh, you know, Stanford kind of got exposed last week. No one expected that. I did. I certainly did not expect it. It's at Stanford. That's the only reason I'm giving them more of the edge. I think they, you know, uh, Stanford's coach is. Very underrated, and he usually seems to bounce back. So, David, coach, you gotta love some Don Henley, baby. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And finally, speaking of the Eagles, we have Don Henley as a guest host. (laughs) We should. We should. I'm Ace Texas. He's got to know about college football. Too soon. What? What? Oh, no, that was Glenn Fry. Yeah, come on, get over it. It's been over a year. Notre Dame goes to Virginia Tech. Notre Dame is ranked something. Virginia Tech's ranked something else. Right. right. So you care about this game? No, this is my snoozer. Why? Because the quarterback at Virginia Tech, Josh Jackson, is hurt, and so... uh, yeah, but this backup quarterback supposed to be really good too. He's good, of course, but you know. Then what are you bitching? Him? What are you saying? It's a snoozer. It is a snoozer. You think Notre Dame's going to roll over I or do. roll over? I do. You do really? Yep. Okay. What is the one thing Virginia Tech always? The two things Virginia Tech always has. Old Dominion says they don't have any defense. Well, that's well, forget about that. They're still pissed off at that. What's the two things Virginia Tech always has? Special defense teams, and special best. teams. Defense special teams. What team always manages to explode like a big, massive zit sometime during the season? Just like Notre your Dame. coach's head. Yeah, Mike, Mike. Yeah, Coach Brian Zit Kelly overcoaches himself and explodes all over the field somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, this might be the game. I mean, this, uh, you know, Virginia Tech's got a lot to prove after that loss. I do like Justin Fuente, the head coach at. Virginia Tech He's and Bud Foster, of course. Solid coach. Yep, Bud Foster brings that lunch pail mentality and the actual lunch pail. They kind of started the turnover, whatever, way back, way back with the lunch way pail. Way back, like 15 years, but before. Before, before that. Before. I was in school when they started. Well, they started before I was in school at Virginia Tech. So they always had that lunch pail, that lunch pail mentality. I'm sure they'll be ready to play. That's a tough place to play at night. It really is. Blacksburg, Virginia, it's kind oh. of a funky stadium. It's loud. It's a, it's a neat stadium. It's and it's a lot. And they you know, enter the Sandman and Enter's all that. Sandman, yeah. And uh, I've actually been to a Tech game. A lot of fun. Now Ian Book, the new quarterback for Notre Dame, seems to have that those guys on all cylinders. Man, he is distributing the ball well, which is a dream for for Coach Kelly. But just like I said, it's just. Of course, now this is the same guy that predicted a, a three game losing streak. Two weeks ago, That's three right. weeks ago. Now you're at so, now you're at the third week of that three game losing streak. Yeah, three game losing streak. So now they're due. They're due to lose. No, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm biased, so I'm I'm being wishy washy. That's okay. Uh, so I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a better game than people anticipate. 
Well, it's a six-point spread, too, I think. Six and a half, maybe five and a half, something like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. close. Yeah. And that's and that's locker room material for Virginia Tech at home. And I couldn't get, I couldn't get my words out. That is a locker room board material for Virginia Tech at home. That's the beauty of editing, though. I'll take that all out. It'll, it'll sound like you were knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, fantastic. I appreciate it. Mike. You're welcome. But put that in there. That's funny. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'm yeah, I'm nervous. A little nervous. But I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a slobber knocker. It should be. It, it really should be. I know. I mean, I wish the quarterback for Josh Jackson is a heck of a player. He's big. He can yeah. sling it, and he can run it, and he's a bruising back. Reminds me of Taj Boyd, the old Clemson quarterback, who when he lowered his shoulder, he was getting three yards. So it was like when you have third and three, you're like, oh, well, we might as well move the chains because you knew it was going to happen. Something special had to happen for you to stop him, and that's the type of kid that Josh Jackson is. It's a shame he's hurt. I wish I did my homework to know who the backup quarterback is. I didn't. They can't get it on my phone quick enough. So we'll just go with backup quarterback. Hey, just to keep you updated. Yeah. Bean Eaters five, Highlanders nothing. Uh, I see. I saw that. I did check that. My my text messages are going crazy as well. I do have a Bean Eater hat on right now. That's fine. (laughs) You cried like a little bitch the other day when I put Colorado Rocky stuff up there. I did cry like a little bitch. I can take it. Blasphemous. It is. It is. I spent a lot of money at Wrigley Field. Oh, jeez. I couldn't imagine. What, if we would have had a receipt for that bar bill, what no, would it No, thank been? you. They were like, what, $7 <laughs> beers? No, they were $8.50. At Murphy's? No, at Wrigley, the old style. Oh, yeah, no, no. We had like 37 beers, I think, between three of us. Yeah. And, and really, it actually, got to a point where you wouldn't let anybody made... pay for them either. Huh? It got to a point where you were like, no, I got it. Well, that's how stupid I was. Huh. So anyway, there you go. Is that our week? I think that's our week. Let me let me cue up this this fine piece of music that I have in my background that you can't hear. I'm trying to drown like, out. I left the audience like kind of like, ah, are you satisfied? They're not satisfied. No one's satisfied. You can't please everybody, but some people should, you know, least leave money on the dresser. Right. Shout out, speaking of leaving money on the dresser, shout out to Mel in Greenville. Give her a shout out. She just figured out the internet and uh, could found us last week. So, could found us? Just found us last wait, wait. week. Time out. There, there's a uh, there's a girl named Mel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about the bag cart at uh, your second wedding. <laughs> At the hotel. That's a story for another day. We didn't get to... JJ, JJ got a little bit of a sighting bonus award for doing the cart down the road. There you go. We didn't get to story time with Uncle Beef. I'll be sure to do a little bit of soul searching for next week, and we'll get to it. And I'll have probably <laughs> a, a funny story. I think a couple that are that are in the craw are the Kansas... Locks, Locks RV story. Locks RV story. I think he needs to tell that one. Yeah, he does. Well, but... we can tell it as outsiders because it might be funnier that way. Oh yeah, because we're looking at our watches. Well, he doesn't. Like, re- he doesn't realize what he did. Normally, he's like, "What? Why well, did what? I, I, oh, I didn't do that." Oh, okay. Yeah, that was good. That was Locke's store RV story at the ACC championship game back when well, CJ Spiller oldest played. ACC championships get ever in Tampa, it was Florida. Cold. It, was cold. it was cold. The national championship was cold too. Which one? 
The Clemson one in Tampa, it was it was it was oh, cold. Oh, was it? At night, it was. Yes, sir. Oh, with a sweatshirt was needed. That was it. I slept with a hairdryer on. Yeah, well, I got to take a cold shower on the way to work after everyone came in at four in the morning. Who won that game? I don't. I don't know. All right. I don't know. My box seats were great. Where were your seats at? Way up in the upper damn deck. I'll tell you what, they were awesome though. They were the best seats ever. I had the best people around me. It didn't matter who you were. You got a hug. Uh, I bet you you guys were teared up. Teared up. So were the Alabama people I was sitting with. Hey, Valentines. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we get a little movement on our website. But we'll come back next week, week seven. I'll be back on Tuesday to give you a little breakdown, probably whatever's bothering me the week that was, the week that is, whatever. It's some, you know, if I'm pissed off about something, I'm sure I'll spout it all out next next Tuesday. We'll be back. Locks will be back. Ry-Ry with his boo of the week, I'm guessing. Probably in the the southeast somewhere next week. Yeah, probably. Hopefully Attaboy, MJ, whoever else wants to find us some sponsors. We love Who's them. Who's our last sponsor of the night? I don't even have one. Oh, you don't? No. Well, you know good. what? Let me see. Hold on. I did We're literally, just stealing money. We're I just, just got an email. I literally just got an email right this second. Yeah. The Chop and Beef Show is yeah. brought to you by Circuit yeah. City. Oh! <laughs> How about that? I love them. Come on down to Circuit City for your new Tandy computer. And get a deal on the new Activision game console. We'll even throw in the 14 <laughs> wires you need to hook it up. Circuit City. Is that like Stereo World? Oh, it's awesome. Wow, that's unreal. Circuit City. 11th hour. Way to come through, boys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Do we get any flag from them? I don't know. Not yet. I'm still waiting for a check. But hey, you know, yeah. it is what it is. I'm telling you, I finally got the stink out of this Bennigan stuff I got. I got to be honest with you. Every yeah. week after this, yeah. I always feel just a little bit dumber. <laughs> and it's showing in the show. And I have you to blame and to thank for that. I do what I can, buddy. I do what I can. Say bye-bye, JJ. Hey, can, 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 can I tell you a little secret? Yep. I've been laying in a kiddie pool of jello in this entire show. <laughs> There, and if you know the man, great. think about that visual. That's for everybody. <laughs> we'll close on that, on that visual. <laughs> Thanks, JJ. Appreciate you as always. Come on back. I strong. love it. Time I do it. All right. Talk about women. I mean, what? Never mind. Thank you all, Chopping Beef Show fans. Find us on Facebook. If I can ever log back into Facebook, this show will be on there. Uh, check us out tomorrow, Saturday morning. Actually, it'll be today, Saturday morning for the show. Chop underscore beef at Twitter. And that's I think that's about it. Is it about it? Yeah, that's it. Have a good weekend, everybody. Enjoy college football. Say bye, JJ.